Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello and welcome to a special episode of the Strutty Cast. I'm delighted to be joined by Webby and O'Neill from the brilliant YouTube channel. Webby, I, I've spoken to you down the years and gone over the games for, for some time. I haven't seen you in a while because of the pandemic. How are you keeping? All good, Dale. You know, it's been an hard year for not just me, uh, for everyone, you know, but we can see like the end of the woods now and hopefully soon we'll be back in the ground, what we enjoy doing, well, what we enjoy doing every fortnight. So everything good, mate. So... Happy days. And Tony, first yeah, time yeah. I've had the pleasure of speaking to your good self. Um, we haven't met properly yet, but I'm sure we will do when all this mess is all sorted. And yeah. with the, the YouTube channel, we've, we've a few <laughs> things to look forward to. Obviously, last time fans were back in Old Trafford, it was the Manchester Derby, McTominay's winner. And we've missed a lot since then. H- how much are you looking forward to, to being back at games? Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, the pandemic... I sort of like hit me where my enthusiasm watching it on the TV and mm-hmm. with like fake noise and all that is like give me a bit of a kick in really because it's just been boring. Uh, and But the Tottenham game cheered me up where I was jumping up and down for every goal, even the disallowed goal. So I'm getting back into it now because I can feel as though football's coming back. So can't wait really to be honest with you. Tony, do you feel that not having fans there has benefited has benefit certain players? Um, I've heard some pundits have said it down the weeks that maybe 
not having fans there, any negative comments, that it might help a few players. And you look at the United team right now, and at the moment, I'm sure United fans can't wait to get back and to cheer on Luke Shaw. He's been absolutely amazing this season, but he's maybe someone who probably hasn't dealt well with constructive criticism or even harsh criticism down the years. A lot of people can't deal with harsh criticism or even constructive criticism, but when you go back to the, the question of, like, has it affected players? There's one player it's definitely affected and, and no, no one's bringing it up, uh, which is Van der Beek. Mm. Young lad, gets signed, comes over here, different country, different culture, and then what, what, can, what can he do? Do you know what I mean? It, the, the kid must be feeling on his own. But then you must also look at Tellers. Tellers has come here. Probably He's probably sat in a flat on his own. But yeah. your fans online, your fans social media and all that, don't take it into account. This season, well, since the pandemic's come here, uh, it, it, it's a con, it's, it's false. What we're watching and what we're feeling is all false. Everything's false about it. And you can't really judge what's gone on. Even though United are second, which is fantastic, United have challenged, fantastic, but you can't judge anything. You just cannot judge. You cannot judge when you look at results like Liverpool, champions getting beat 7-2 with Van Dijk. You just can't. It's yeah. all unreal. I think fault is a good word, artificial. Artificial with all the noise that we're kind of being pumped into is to try and make it feel normal again. But it's nothing, nothing like that. Webby, um, the online perception of Solskjaer, the, you two lads, you're online now, you're on YouTube, you're seeing what United fans are saying. Um, there, there's always going to be a split, no matter who's in charge, who's the biggest club in the world. And like, like, like you know, opinions, everyone has one. Um, what do you think of the kind of perception that Solskjaer has within United fans on, on social media? Do you think it's fair or harsh? Because there still seems to be a lot of people who kind of forget um, how unhappy the, the club seemed under Jose Mourinho. Yeah, you've got to look at it there. It's a good job social media went around in the 70s and 80s. So Quite right. When, when some of the football we had to watch here was, was so drab. But, <coughs> excuse me. but you're going to get people, if you win 6 nil, he's the best manager since... Alex Ferguson, if you get beat 3-1, he's the worst thing since Dave Sexton. But that's the way the world we live in, Dale, unfortunately. You know what I mean, we back the manager. Whoever's in charge here, we're going to back him 100% till the day he walks out of the club. You know, I said to people, enjoy the ride with Ollie. We're going to have some great, fantastic days. We're going to have some bumpy days, you know. But what, what more do we want? We can go back to the football we were seeing after Ferguson left under Moyes, under Van Gaal, under Marino. It wasn't great to watch, but at least... Solskjaer and his team are getting me excited, you know, and with a few more additions, you know, and a bit of luck. We, we spoke before me and Tony, which are going to do a programme on at the end of the season about the games which have cost us, you know. You look at those games and it's frustrating, but let's have it right. It's a massive improvement, Dale, you know, and it will continue with the right players coming into the club. But like I've said before, we have got to back the manager this summer. If they back him, he gets the right players and he wants. We're not that far behind City, mate. The, the one game that jumps out to me, you might have it in your end-of-season show, um, was the, the game against Chelsea earlier on in the season. And I thought that was one that, if fans were at the game, it would have been a big, big difference. It would have been a totally different story, um, especially in the last 10 minutes or so. They, there was no... That, that drive just wasn't there and completely lacking. And, of course, you, you can weigh up the pros and cons. Say some players might benefit, but I think overall... Fan, f- football without fans is like like Tony said it's just false it's like Tom without Jenna yeah 
Yeah, you know? it's, it's just flat. It's like trying to play with a flat football. It's kind of pointless. Dave, Dave uh, you, can, you can pick one game out there, the, the, the Chelsea game, where you thought, you know, it was a bit flat and all that. Listen, there's periods in every game, I think, yeah. where you can say it was flat. Look at Tottenham. It, it wasn't like bouncing for the first 30 minutes, was it? Do you know what no, I mean? But no. then again, you can look at West Brom, right? The draw, the win, what we had over them, right? They weren't bouncing games. There's, lo- there's absolutely loads of games. You look at you look at that Sheffield United game, they'd never win a 2-1 with a crowd in there. We, <laughs> no. We'll come back with 3-2. Yeah. So everything's artificial. It's just, you, you, you tra- anybody picking out holes in the performances, yeah, you can be angry with a, with a performance, that's right. But you can't pick it out and sort of blame this, blame that. You, you're watching something what just is not real. Mm. And what you have to do is enjoy it while you can. And anyone who's criticising Solskjaer, right, is an absolute disgrace because Solskjaer is there for the club, for the fans and everyone. And to criticise them, especially this season, is just, just, just an unbelievable joke. People have got agendas and they won't change their agenda. They're just... Absolutely. I think what you just said there, that Solskjaer is there for the, the club and for the fans... Been the first manager since Ferguson, you could say that about because every manager's been in after that. It's in there for themselves, um, and, I, and I and I do genuinely feel since he went he went when he went into that job, there's a lot to be fixed, and he kind of he's a, he's a good middle ground. He's got people happy again. He's got players believing in themselves, and I think fans can't wait to get back because they've missed a lot of good moments this season. And Dale, you know, there, there's Dale, some bad moments too, but some good ones too. Dale, he had when he came into the club, he had a lot of rotten eggs to get out straight yeah. away, which he couldn't do all at once, you know. I'm not going to bring names up, United fans are all I'm speaking about. And he couldn't get rid of them all at once because it would have been turmoil and it would have been getting seven or eight players in. But he's got the, the rotten eggs out now. He was causing my win the club. He's, and you look at the youth system now, you know, very disappointed about Nicky Butt leaving me and Tony, you know, we've and a lot of United fans upset about he left, but... If you look at that youth system now, it's 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 as good as it was under Ferguson. Some of the players coming through, and it's only great for the club in the future. And Manchester United, you and know, being developed more, and being more. developed more, you know, going out to places in France and Spain and getting these players yeah. in, you know, who's gonna who's gonna make the team and the and the uh, the club a lot better. So Solskjaer, you've got to back him. There's gonna be some bumpy rides. You know, we look at the Leicester game the other week, very disappointed, and we can go back to the Chelsea game last year in the semi final, yeah. but. Enjoy the ride, Dale, you know what I mean? And hopefully when the crowd gets back and he does get back, if he does buy the owners, then I don't think we're a million miles off, sir. That's the that's the big question thing that's going to be on everyone's lips this summer. How how far are we off City? And realistically, you know, I don't know what to expect this summer with, with what with the kind of years we're having now with COVID and fans not being at grounds and the club not making money from, from that. It's, it's the new excuse is what I'm calling it, to be honest, because I'm used to excuses. Um, what can you expect this summer, lads? Because, you know, there's talk of Ireland Haaland moving. I don't think we have a chance there. I think it, that's it's a lot of money. It's a big deal to, to try and conduct. And last summer, we, we didn't get the one we, we wanted over the line with Sancho. And then you've got Harry Kane, which everyone's talking about. But I think people are forgetting about Daniel Levy and, and, the, and the power he has there and how difficult he can be. What are you expecting this summer, Webby? Or are you expecting a little... Like you're saying, with Tony, we we drew our little list up before again. Who we'd like, you know, we did a lot of talk about Declan Three Rice. Players. Declan Rice. We talk about Ireland and who was your one? Trippier Tom? and Trippier. You know, mm-hmm. if you get them three in, then 
you're going to be happy, you know. You're going to have a great squad. A great squad, of which won't be far behind City, but then it's then who do they buy, who do they bring in, you know what I mean? Are they going to go for Ireland? Some games you don't play with a centre-forward. You know, Harry Kane, he's going to move it about now. He's at that age where he's got to decide whether he stays loyal to Tottenham or he looks to try and win some silverware. And Tony's is adamant that he's leaving. He possibly could be right, but you're spot on with Daniel Lee, you know. He's probably not an harder man in football to deal with. You know, you've got to look at that Berbatov deal, which <laughs> went right to the wire because he wanted an extra five million, you know, and he won't he kept on putting the phone down apparently on David Gillen Ferguson and he got the deal over the line. But you look at his last trick, the pitch he sold to Leeds. Yeah. You know, he had him right over with that yeah. pitch he sold. So it's gonna be hard, it's gonna be difficult. Have we got the money? Surely the club have got the money, just signed a sponsorship deal for how many million? You know, you you use some like that. Yeah, so yeah. But if you want to start dining Dale at the top end of English and European football, you've got a back Solskjaer big time. Kane, Kane Dale, we don't believe Leeville let him go. Neither do I. I don't know right. so either. Right, but let me tell you something, Dale. If he does go, he'll go to Chelsea if he goes this summer. Chelsea? Big call. He will go to Chelsea. He don't want to run around going abroad, Kane. He doesn't seem the type. He wants to stay at home. Right, he's a homeboy by the looks of it. Right, very quiet, doesn't want the fuss and everything else like that. Hey, he won't have to move home or anything like that. Young family, right? As well. Young family, right? There he is, settled in in London, just down the road, Chelsea. They will, they need a striker, and it is ideal for him to move there. You're not that, a laugh, Eliza, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Not. The, the, I think that's an interesting there. shout. Really he good shout. He will go to Chelsea if he leaves. If if he leaves, because it suits him down to the ground and it suits Chelsea. One big signing Chelsea need. That's all they need, and it's a striker, and he's there for them. So that's that's my prediction. If he leaves this summer, it's a really interesting show. Um, before I let you go, because I know your lads are busy, Tony. Um, I think Manchester United this summer find themselves in a very rare position as well for in terms of players potentially outgoing. Because for, for years and years and years, we found it very difficult to shift certain players, players on big wages, and we found it very difficult. But this year, you look at Jesse Lingard now alone with West Ham. Finally, we seem to be in a position where we have a player now that a lot of teams are going to be interested in. I think we can use that wisely. Um, you mentioned Declan Rice. There could be a potential swap deal there that could be possible. Um, what would you like Jesse Lingard to get another shot at United? No, Jesse Lingard does not fit the system where Ole Gunnar Solskjaer plays. Good player, but he doesn't fit the system. And also, with him, he looks good at West Ham. Well, when a team plays West Ham, they don't set 10 men up behind the ball. Mm. You play Manchester United, right? How many times have we all been screaming that these teams set up <laughs> right, defensively against Man United? Well, in a system like that, right... He's running round Jesse Lingard, coming into space, coming from deep and all that. He can do that with West Ham because he can run into space because the teams aren't set up to defend. When he's playing for Manchester United and the way Manchester United play, right, he's got no space. He can't run from deep because in the middle, how many times have we seen the two defensive midfield players, Maguire, right, all sort of just packed, condensed in the middle because they don't know what to do with the ball. They can't get it past he does not suit, Lingard does not suit 
what happens at Manchester United. He will never get a long run in our team because teams come to Old Trafford and set up defensively. Even even awake, even when they're the only yeah, set yeah. men behind the ball. They so. don't. Every team what plays West Ham, no team sets up defensively against West Ham. That's why he's looking good, Jesse Lingard, because he's got more freedom to play football and run around. And fair play to him. He's done well there, but he will not play for Manchester United. They will sell him, use him as a swap deal for Rice. That's a possibility. The window's open. People can see what he does, but he won't be able to do it no matter how many goals he scores for West Ham because he will not have the space playing for Manchester United against teams like Chelsea, like Arsenal, <laughs> what's set up defensively against us, OK? So And all the other teams below them. Now, Lingard, good luck to him. That's all I can say. But he, he does not deserve another contract here at Manchester United because he doesn't fit and he never tried to adjust. Very hard for a player of his style to adjust. Goalkeepers have it even harder to adjust to the new style of play. Lingard, unfortunately, he's, he don't fit anymore. I, I think it's a fair assessment because if he did fit, he would we would have known by now. You know, we would we would have known by would've, now. We would have known two years ago. The thing with Jesse always daily is that he had that spell under Mourinho where he was just starting, he was starting for England and he was playing well now. We know about his personal problems he had off the pitch with his mum mm-hmm. yeah. and his family and all that, which was a shame he kept it quiet until it all came out in the end. I just think like he's you know, people keep saying to me, Give him, a, give him a chance as a kid. What is he, 27, 28 now? Yeah. You know, so, but what, what United, have got to be, United have got to be smart here. He's got one year left of his contract at the end of this season. We've got to get the right money, you know, because you know United in the past have let players go for too cheap, what's come back to want us. We're saying to Tony, what do you expect for him? I'd want, in his current form, I'd want 30 million. Yeah, 30 million. Easy. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, when, one year left in his contract. Yeah. You got me thirty million. Especially when, especially when he's gone to West Ham for one and a half million pound loan. I, I, I think we can, you know, fit hats off to him because there's nobody where we that would have said thirty million before he left us that we would have been asking for that. Nobody, nowhere near thirty million. And no. he, 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 he's played at a look at a team that suits him. It's probably his standard but I think he's done as a favour there because at a negotiation table I don't I don't really recall a time um, in recent years that we've been so strong at a negotiation table for a player that we're happy to sell and for a player that other teams genuinely want No you're right there but I know myself uh, we, we know him and his family is a, is a northern lad and I think if you know people keep saying West Ham and Arsenal looking at him but I think if someone like Everton looked at him you know, he's closer to home, he loves Manchester, apparently on his days off from West Ham, he's back in the north-west all the time. Yeah. So, if Everton have got the money, they've got well back last year, they've got a rich owner now. So maybe Everton, but the deal's got to be right for United and Jesse, so let's see where it brings us, but it needs to be done before the ball's kicked next season, because if he lets it run down to his last year, the ball's in his court, refuses to sign the contract, we've not sold him, he goes on a Bosman, we've lost 30 million quid. Just one more thing on that, Jesse Lingard for your next question, Dale. Yeah. Jesse Lingard, right, the deal, as far as I'm concerned, has already been done. The conversations, right, me and Webby spoke on our YouTube channel, right, before anybody else months ago about Solskjaer looking at Rice, okay, looking at Declan Rice, right, months before anybody 
anywhere said anything. Suddenly, who's out there? Lingard goes to West Ham. That means, Dale, that the two clubs have had conversations and nobody's seen that Lingard go into West Ham on loan. Suddenly, it just happened. This club and West Ham have already had conversations about Declan Rice and also looking at the Lingard. They've already had the conversation. I believe Declan Rice, because me and Webby said Solskjaer fancied him four months ago. And we already believe that these conversations have gone on. We've had little chats with a few people. And don't be surprised, Declan Rice comes here and it was already sorted. Trust me. Fantastic. Fantastic. Thanks, lads. And just for people listening, I, I wanted to have the, the two lads on the show because... I really enjoyed our YouTube um, content and it kind of gives fans what I believe is, is a little bit different to what you get from other um, fan channels, well, well, the United genre, because these lads have been there for, for years, going home and away. Um, we're, we're, we're not a fan channel, Dale, right? We're two Manchester United supporters who've been following United for 50 years, right? And talk the head off anyone. Talk yeah. the head off anyone. We could keep right? them here for four. That right. was Dale. We can talk Man United, right, every minute of the day because we know what Man United means to every Man United fan. That's brilliant. And then, no, I get that. I, I get that from your content when I'm watching it. So I really recommend it, lads. And just maybe you want to give a shout-out to your Twitter and your and your YouTube. It's Webby and O'Neill is the YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, Webby, how, how can you follow on, on Twitter? Yeah, it's, uh, the Webby and O'Neill is on Twitter. Obviously, my Twitter as well is linked in with that. And... It's all good content, you know, like Tony just said. We met in 91 on a bank holiday Monday at Coventry. When, when you, Great day. We, yeah. Invasion yeah. of uh, Coventry, Coventry, it was. Invasion <laughs> of Lightfield Road. And we've been mates ever since. And this little idea just come up to before lockdown. You know, we've seen all the TV channels outside here. And me and Tony was doing a bit for one and I was doing a bit for the other. And we thought, let's get out of together. And no way did we think a few months later... We'd have nearly 30,000 30, subscribers. It, it, it was, it, it, as, as Webby said many times, Dale, we did it to get over COVID and just talk Good. about Man United. Because yeah, yeah. you know, we're two mates and we, know, we, we love talking about United. We talk, we talk to anybody yeah. right, who comes up to us and talks about United. So we just wanted to do it to get through COVID. But the thing is, things, things have moved on. The, the people, there's now peop, a community out there Right, what looks at us, right, for top class comments and understanding, but they want to see two real Man United fans, not like what they perceive, right, as people who were just there for clickbaiting and, and doing whatever. Now, yeah, that's up to them. But no, that's not. how they see us, and that's what we wanted to achieve. And, you know, we've achieved it, so we're going to have to look at it and move forward. I yeah. think it's fantastic, and it's not just you mentioned clickbait. It's the complete opposite to that. You you got quality content there with the likes of Gary Neville and Paul Scholes, and not only hearing from two passionate United fans, hearing from people within the club as well, which I think people on YouTube. And that's without fans. That's that's without fans, Dale. You, you, you know, you you yourself come here, you speak to Webby. You know, so imagine how many fans we know what want to speak and what what will probably want to come on. Yeah, this brilliant. has been achieved with with no fans, and you know, for what we started it out for, just to have a conversation and keep chatting about United to keep us going yeah. through this COVID. And to be honest with you, there's lots of people out there now, right, 
who listen regular, right, and they feel now part of the family and that they can uh, just check in on the channel, which is fantastic. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's brilliant. And look, I've really enjoyed the conversation. It's after giving me kind of a sense of enthusiasm, even more enthusiasm to get back over and, and to, to, to meet, your lad, meet your lads again. Our job, Dale, as United fans, is to give everyone enthusiasm yeah. and that feeling of love and passion yeah. of what this club is. Our enthusiasm, our love for the club, right? That's why we talk to so many people, because people love it. Right, and we love it, and everyone else should love it, and we love passing it all on the enthusiasm. Dale, absolute pleasure. And uh, just also before we wrap up, Dale, we want to thank all the people who subscribe to our channel. You know, it's it's going to keep going. A lot of people thought we were just going to do it and disappear after a couple of weeks, and they've been wrong because at the end of the day, me and Tony have got nearly 90 years of following this great club and we're hoping it to continue so and like Tony said when fans come back there'll be a lot of people who we miss like yourself Dale who we can come and chat to and we can do other bits you know what I mean who will want to chat to us yeah but it's just like you're saying it's got us through lockdown it's been hard not just for me for Tony Kieran and Chris for everyone concerned with whatever club you support and we just want to keep it going and make people happy and enjoy listening to us Please keep it going. That's 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 my input. Please keep it going because I enjoy oh, it. And oh, I, and not going anywhere yet, Dale. Brilliant, brilliant. I knew you wouldn't. Right, lads. Thanks so bring much, and hope. Brown envelope, Dale. Sorry, say again. When you come over, bring us a brown envelope. <laughs> <We'll do. laughs> That'll keep us going. Yeah. <laughs> lads, absolute pleasure, and I really wish you the best. Hopefully. Starting next season, we're going to be back and all together again, and hopefully with something to sing about at the end of this yeah. season with a, with a trophy, maybe, maybe a Euro, Europa League yeah, trophy, maybe, maybe a trophy, maybe a trophy. Hey, the, 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 the league's not over yet. I've worked out if we win a game <laughs> and City get beat, and we win the other one with five points behind him. You know, you never know, you never know. But it's been a, it's been an improvement, Dale. It's not been Absolutely. the greatest. It's been an improvement, and hopefully it'll carry on next season. And we'll keep improving, you know. And I say to the people out there, back the manager, back him 100%, back him till the day he walks out of the club. That's you right. know, Don't slag him off. Back the manager, enjoy the ride, because we all love United. Absolutely. We'll end on that note, lads. Thanks so much. Cheers, Thank Dale. You. Cheers, Dale. Thank you. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.